Welcome back to the show. My name is Connor. And my name is Tom. And you're listening to Raging Buffalo. The Raging Buffalo. Raging Buffalo. You're listening to a Raging Buffalo. Yeah, Raging Buffalo. And as you know, it's a pre-recorded audio because our nearest and dearest Connor is in Bali. Living life, surfing the waves and eating cow poop coffee. Eating cow poop coffee? What am I Drink, talking about? Drinking, 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 <laughs> drinking, <laughs> drinking, drinking uh, cat, cat poop coffee. Cat poop coffee. Yeah, the uh, Luat coffee in, in, mm. in Bali. It's uh, tasty, but ooh, mm, it's uh, speculative on if it, is it, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. The animals. We talked about it last time. Yeah, Let's yeah. move on. Tune in to episode two, is it? Or is it? Yeah. Episode two. Yeah, episode two. We're yeah. talking about Songcrown and all that sort of jazz. If you haven't already, check out episode two. We talk about cat poop coffee and we talk about Songcrown. Yeah, a lot of stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, so Connor, today's yes, a marvellous day. Today is an all right kind of day. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not well, great. Still pollution. Pollution yeah. dry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to put a downer on it. As you all know, at this time of the mm. year, mm. April, March, May time. Uh, April, March, we've got loads of pollution. Loads of pollution. Loving life. We've all got masks on. We're all we're all surgeons. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. If you just yeah. pretend that the, the, that the country isn't polluted and you just pretend that everyone's a surgeon, yeah. it's, it's, it's more fun that way. And you go, oh, what were you doing today? Oh, I was cutting open some guy yesterday, chopping his heart out, you know, because I'm a surgeon. Got the mask. Not delusional at all. Got the mask, must be a surgeon. <laughs> so people that, new t- people that come to, t- to Asia this time of year, people, if you see loads mm. of pictures on mm. TV, I remember when I was a kid, and we watching the news about China, about Japan, about about Thailand, and everyone's got these masks on. You go, it's not all about stupid, ridiculous. Is everyone is everyone is everyone a surgeon? And you get it, and you go, all right, that's why. Because if you don't, you die. Yeah, because if you know, you know. And if you don't, you don't. Surgeons, <laughs> surgeons, they're all surgeons. Uh, I don't know many surgeons. Do you? I do actually. I know one surgeon. He's a really nice guy. He lives here in Thailand. Oh, really? His name's um, Daruma. Half Thai, half Japanese, believe I believe, and I really want to get him on the show once. Oh yeah, he, um, just once, just one time. No, to be honest with you, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be quite interested in, in um, starting a Thai-speaking podcast and having him host it because he doesn't like being in front of the camera, but he does like to talk. He's a very talkative chap. He's English very, or Thai? Thai, Thai Japanese. You understand? Hmm. You understand the Thai that he says? Yeah, he speaks predominantly English for me. <laughs> so just speak English. Yeah. Unless he's swearing at me, then he swears at me in Thai. Well. I tell you, until we get a Thai podcast I'm going, you can always come on and talk English with him. Yeah. Is he good at English? Yeah. Yeah, his, his English laugh? is good. Is he funny? He is. He is. He does this like to have pro- a laugh. This is the main thing. Is he a good laugh? Does he have crack? He does. He does. Whoa, 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 whoa. Does he, does he, can he, can he, t- does he have, can we have the crack with him? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. <laughs> I'm not about injecting ourselves with, with, with crazy stuff. That, that is not what we're, that is not what we're about here at. <laughs> or if we talk, or, can, can we have the crack with him? There you go. Now we understand. <laughs> no, but he would definitely give you a run for for your money because he does like to talk. And he's really engaging. He's really That's fantastic. enthusiastic. That's what we like. We like people to compete vocally. Exactly. Show. That's what you want. People shouting over each other. Yeah, we want vocal competition. No, no, no. But he, he is. He's a good talk. And he's got a lot of stories. And he's he's not afraid. To, he's not afraid to say what he thinks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've got a, I've got a few friends back. I've got one mate back home. Oh. Em, she's a. Em? She's an aspiring psychiatrist, mm. and there's a lot of work. She, she'd be she's. She so she studied psych. Uh, she's she studied psychology mm. in Liverpool, Manchester, I think. And then she came to Leeds, studied medicine, and now she's working as a doctor. Mm-hmm. And she's just been given 
a role in a psychiatric ward, I think. So Good she developed. It takes a long time to become a psychiatrist. It's not an easy profession. Yeah, I can imagine. People go, oh, psychiatrists don't know anything. Well, they are. Uh, they 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 study and they they know a lot about a lot of things. So if people want to slander psychiatry, then the loot the the mental for doing that. <laughs> they need to go see a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah. All right then. People that do dentistry, people that do medicine. Okay. What do you think? Of people who de- do dentistry and people well, who do people medicine. People always go, oh, people do dentistry. Oh, they're not very, you know, they're the poor man. Med- oh, I see. Like when you see on TV when people sort of yeah, having they, the banter between doctors. Yeah, oh, you're a dentist. There's a lot of balls. Man, no, I, I agree with you. And mind you, I hear the same thing. I don't know if you ever watched. You need to know more about dentist, more in dentistry than you do about being a, med- being a doctor. So when you deal with someone's mouth, mm. there's so much thing go wrong. I mean, I've known a few. I've known a uh, dentist. Well, he's an Englishman uh, that lives over in New Zealand, and he's yeah, the practice there now, and he's a dentist there, and he's he's balling. And he did really well, enjoyed himself, but he's he's a very smart man. Mm. Very smart man. But yeah, dentistry. <laughs> anyway, Thailand, all surgeons, <laughs> all surgeons here. Nothing else. That's all they do. And from from March to April is predominantly surgeon, surgeon time. But, yeah. Surgeon time. It's when everyone's having uh, everyone's having surgery. Apparently, the the. And they're in such a rush that they can't change in the office. They have to put the mask on before they go out. They leave the house on the bikes in all the pollution. And then they're there at the job straight off. That's it. No messing around, faffing around, putting your mask on and everything. No, no messing around here. I need to ask you a question, slightly unrelated, um, but we're going to put it in a podcast anyway. I need a shave. Do you know any good sh- like barbers in the area? Sort of? I do know a good barber. Yeah? Yeah, just down the road from where I live, in fact. So when you go to the gym. Mm. All right, so, so Connor and I know each other from the gym. And when we say the gym, he knows what I mean. I know what you mean. If you know, you know. And if you don't, well, get to know. It's a good place. <laughs> so the gym in uh, near near where we both live, yeah. uh, called Power Up, mm. the Power Up Gym. And if you keep on going down the road, this? do we get free membership for this? No, we no, should. I, I don't think we can even understand this podcast. <laughs> Thai, Thai owned. Mm. What can you do? Very predominantly Thai. So you go to the gym. Gym's on your right. You're straight down the road. Yeah. There's a place called uh, the place with what's the fella called that's all got? He's got hair on him. All it's the, the little place. shack, the little shack are you on about? It's like a little shack. And it's got a picture of a... Of a of, um, it's like graffiti on there, right? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's called Shortcuts. Yeah, I know the one. I know the one. It's not far down. Every time I drive past it, it's closed. Oh, really? What time yeah. do you go down there? Uh, it's opened after 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he says, he, says right. he says it opens at 10, and but, I've been down at 10, and I'm like, and I, when I, I go get my hair cut there, so I like, go, why are you not open? He goes, oh, we open at 12. I said, well, why does it say 10? <laughs> to my... <laughs> to my poor sit sit mung tongkun. It's open when it suits him best. You know. Yeah, it is. So, so he does. He, goes, he has a long day, a long, yeah. a long evening. I think he'll close it at maybe about eight o'clock or ten at night. Mm. But it's only hundred baht. Hundred baht for your haircut, yeah. And for a shape, I like. See, the thing is, I love going to barbers for a shape. Never had a shave at barbers. Really? No, no, no. Honestly, hear me out here. It's really. Do you nice. never go? Do you never have a shave? Do you never shave here? I, I never shave myself. Whoa. Yeah, for sure. See, I met another Londoner <laughs> like you. Another Southerner right, like you. I never. I, I used to be different until I came to Thailand because it's so cheap in Thailand. It's like a pound to get your face shaved, right? So, it, so basically, I know I like it. Do, 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 do you go face like quite quickly though? No, it takes me like two weeks. This is three weeks. That's three weeks. Yeah, That's still quite... more than what I'd have after three weeks. <laughs> so anyway, as I'm saying, like... You get my baby face. You sit down, you know, <laughs> they, put all, they put all the stuff in your face and everything. They shave it off. Yeah. And some of them will, like, give you a forehead massage and, like, shoulder massage and everything. Oh, no, no, this place. Oh, it's fantastic. This place is, uh, is a barber's. Yeah? 
And he's a good lad. Mm. I think he's about 20. Mm. He's young. Mm. And he's, uh, yeah, he plays a bit of Thai rock, plays Western music, what have you. I've met him briefly because I did, I did stop off there and because this is um, recently basically what had happened. I went out to um, get a shave and I went into mm. a barber, oh, a female barber, I should say, and she didn't speak a lick of English. That's not an issue, you know. Didn't I don't expect English. him to speak English. But, <laughs> but so I went in there and I sort of pointed to my cheek. I, was, I wasn't sure how to get my point across. I was, like, I, was, I was like going, I was like going, so do when you have a shave, you have a clean shave. Um, so I sort of clean shave off the moustache yeah. and then I, I keep the beard maybe a number one or two. Well, that's very easy then. You say, uh, knee, so you point above your lips. Mm. You go, ow, 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 knee. Okay, and then you point at your chin and go, ow, ow, no. <laughs> easy. All right, okay. Simple. I'll write that down after the podcast. But anyway, yeah. so <laughs> so I went in there. <laughs> Best brightness now, guys, people listening. If you're having a close, you're on a close shave, you want owl, owl ognoi and owl, owl og, owl og, owl Run it all off. And there's just a little bit. Noi. Noi. Anyway. Did you get that? All right, cool. Let's carry on. So. You get that? Kit, I hope you're recording all this. Kit, Thanks, you, Kit. So where's Kit today? Kit, she's here. <laughs> beep, bop, beep, bop, bop, bop. That's right, we Kit. We missed you, Kit. Yeah, Kit, we, we missed the last episode. She went on holiday. Yeah, I know. She, yeah, she, I don't know. Where'd she go last, last episode? <laughs> I think she's in Bali. She was in Bali with you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's in, where she was. That's where she is now, obviously. That's where she, that's yeah. where she was. She came back for this. She went, she came, she went back to do a bit of reconnaissance for you. <laughs> and she'll come back and she'll go back to Bali with you. Yeah, and she'll show you where to go. Don't question she, it. It just works. Is, is, is Kit a she? Well, apparently we've given it a gender. I don't know. Trans, I think she's transgender. I think she's bi. She's binary, isn't she? Binary code. Whatever she feels like. Dolphin. She's a dolphin. She's a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> she swims. She swims the waves. <laughs> yeah, so if you want a close shave, and if you if you want a shave, you want a haircut. It's just down the road from the gym. Really good. Really good. I love it. Guy's a nice guy. Whenever he do, I think he does a really good job when I have my haircut, and I'm very happy with it. So yeah. Decent. Sweet. Yeah. I remember that. I'll go there. I've, I've definitely stopped off there a few times and I've always noticed it because it does stand out. I think he's done a good job making that little place stand out when you drive past it. Well, I think it's good. And it's under yeah. a bar. Tuk tuk mag mag. <laughs> cheap, cheap, cheap. Very, very cheap. Oh, what is tuk tuk? Means cheap. Tuk. So peng and tuk, shall I? Tuk tuk tuk. Tuk it's tuk cheap. is very cheap. Mag you... mag. Tuk tuk mag. So why, why do you, why do you say took twice? That would mean very cheap, right? Know, it's, just, it's just what they do, isn't it? They repeat stuff. More emphasis. Yeah. Like it's like cheap. yeah. Like when there's cheap. children, it's like took uh, took. So took took mag mag would be in 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 the north. It'd be oh, it's, it's proper cheap, is that? <laughs> <laughs> Great, fantastic translation. Cheese is like uh, oh, it's as, it's uh, it's as cheap as a bag of chips. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so so I don't know about you. Uh, in Thailand, things are pretty cheap. Yeah. Unless you want to live, live from like you do back home. To be, to be fair, I think you can live like you do back home, but still cheaper because, like, my my apartment, for instance, is ninety pound a month. No, that's cheap. That Saying that cheap. though, to rent a whole house here, well, to rent a whole house, I'm talking three bedrooms, two bathrooms, kitchen, lounge, garden, driveway. It can cost you twelve thousand baht. But also, a friend of mine, Mung Sung Pan, got so um, that's what. That's that's what we're using. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait. So in episode number one, we said rule number one: obligatory, no phones. I, I just I just wanted to know. So a friend of mine's got a house here in Thailand, six thousand baht a month. That's about oh, one hundred and forty. That? that is on the other side of the road of where you are. In Doisakit. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, that's what I thought. 
Proper cheapies, are Yeah, and they've got a garden. They've got like a massive gym in the garden as well. You've got a gym? Yeah, they've got a gym and everything. That's amazing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so if you want to live... So, renting a house here is cheap. Mm. It is cheap. If you want to buy clothes like you do back home, it's more expensive because over here, they, they put so much tax on everything. Yeah. And right. you say the alcohol, right? People go... When I'm, when I'm out and, and you want to have a good drink and you get people that come and hold it, go, come and hold it to see you, and they go, why is it so expensive? I'm like, well... Unless you're going to have Sangsome and Coke, which can give you a banging headache, which after the first episode I found out because my head was banging. Yeah, I don't get anything from Samsung. That's why I drink Samsung. it. Samsung. Oh, Samsung. 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 Sam- Samsung. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We, what, we, don't, we don't drink phones. That's why I drink Samsung. 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 Yeah. That's why I drink that because it doesn't give me a headache or Sang-sung. anything. Like when, when I work. Samsung. Dude, you're messing with me now. Samsung. 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 Sing. Ting. Rum. When I drink rum, Thai rum. I'm fine. Thai rum. <laughs> Thai rum. The I tell you, there's a drink called Thai rum called uh, Payao. Payao. Pra, uh, prayer. Prayer rum. Like after... And it's in a... It's, in a, it's, be- it's, oh, it's delicious. It's an expensive Thai rum, but it is proper banging. Mm. It's made from uh, from sugarcane. And it's delicious. Wait, rums made from sugarcane? Yeah. Dude, all rums made from sugarcane. That's rum. Is it? Yeah. All rum? <laughs> yeah. It's made from sugarcane. Rum cane. is made from sugarcane. Like cashasa. Yeah. It's made from sugarcane. Like, sugar vod- like vodka's made from potatoes. Not every vodka. Well, no, I don't know much about vodka. But I know rum's made from sugarcane. That's why it's called rums. You know, the pirates drink it. And That's why it's called rum because it's made from sugarcane. Oh, what? yeah. The distinction is very clear. It's the connection thing. is very it's clear. Sugarcane, rum. I get, the, I get the connection. Rum's my drink. I like to drink a lot of rum. Rum I is like my go-to rum. spirit. I like dark rum. Mm. We've just got, I'll tell you what, Kraken's just come to Thailand. I don't like Kraken. Oh, what? Really? It's just, it's okay. It, I wouldn't go out and buy it. Oh, really? I'll drink it. I love it. I love it with lime. It's got a very citrusy flavour to it. Yeah. It's tasty. Oh, I don't know. But you know, have you ever had, um, I think it's called Red Leg. Red Leg? Red Leg. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's called Red Leg. It's sort of a ginger and vanilla infused rum. No, no, no. It's, it's nice. You get it here? I doubt it. I very much doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there is a lot of good rooms, though. Yeah. Ah, oh, a friend of mine, a um, good friend of mine, he's from Barbados. Oh, yeah? And every time he returns back to England, he brings back, like, his own rum. Oh, nice. And then he makes... Homemade? I don't know if it's homemade, but it's bloody delicious. And he yeah. brings it back and he makes um, rum punch with it or... Oh, wonderful. Or something like that. And he's, he does. And it's not a case of mixing a couple of things together. Yeah, no, yeah. he stands in front of the hob. He, um... Uh, oh, I know what he makes. He makes uh, vel- um, with the sugar in it. What, what's yeah, that yeah. word where you where you caramelize? Yeah, he caramelizes the sugar and everything. I know what he does. He makes a specific spirits, mm. and it's with lime and sugar mm. into it. Mm-hmm. And you make uh, some lovely drinks. So there's a famous drink made by made famous by the what is it? The Don Don Corleone, and it was a drink that he that he loved, and it was called. Zombie. You know zombie cocktail? No. Oh, no. Five, there's, there's four different rums. There's, there's, so you use the white rum. Yeah. You use, um, use dark rum. Mm-hmm. You use molasses rum. Mm-hmm. You use... What's the... A spiced rum, I think. And then you use uh, valerian. Mm. And that's what he's making, valerian. And valerian means when you get rum, caramelise it, sugar. And like one... When I was... Last year, I was involved with a, with a, with a bar, with a cocktail bar. And I said, right, we're going to do the zombie, the proper zombie, which is a very, very pungent drink. And I made valerium at home for them and gave it to them. Very good is valerium. It sneaks up on you. It is it valerium? Sne- it goes down well. I feel, I feel I'm saying it wrong now. Right. <laughs> I think it's valerium. Take this with a pinch of salt. It may or may not be valerium. <laughs> but whatever you made. It, you or know, valerium. It, it, Something like that. Maybe. maybe. 
Valerium, 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 Samsung, whatever he made. I don't know, mate. It's something. It's tasty, though. Oh, it's damn tasty. I love... If anyone likes lime out there, get some of this stuff. You can, Velvet, Velvet Valerium or whatever it's called. Mm. Very, very tasty. Aroy Mag. Aroy Mag. Aroy Mag Mag. Aroy Mag Mag. Very delicious. When the conversation's flopping, you don't know why. Grab a pill of raging buffalo. Raging buffalo, eat it now. And you talk all day and you don't know why. You talk all day and you don't know why. There you go. That's it. There you go, yeah. Raging buffalo, once a week. Get involved, have a listen. Perk up your conversation. Perk up, give you a bit of a smile, a bit of a cheer, a bit of a a jig in your step. That's it. That's what's happened now. Rather than going out, what we did, we just took a raging buffalo pill and now we're ready to go. We're in the zone. (laughs) We are the raging buffalo pill. We need to make sure we G'd up, don't we? Raging Buffalo. Ray, raging just, just in buffalo. case you forgot. Just in case the buffalo that's raging is <laughs> Raging Buffalo. Raging Buffalo? Yeah. What is a Raging Buffalo? What is Raging Buffalo? It's a, it's a pick-me-up-in conversational starters. I don't know. It's a bit of fun. I'll tell fun you what the Raging Buffalo is. This away. is the Raging Buffalo. <laughs> so, come Me. Here we are. Would you like to do to G yourself up? How'd you get in the zone? Put, do you know what I like to do? I like to put some really heavy metal on my headphones and go to the gym. That's normally... You know what I do? What do you do? I put ants in my pants. You what your pants? Ants in my pants. Uh, ants in your pants. <laughs> have a little dance. Ants in my pants and have a little dance. Do you do this every morning? Is this, is this part of, So that's a good idea. All right, then. What, 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 what is your morning routine then? What do you my do when you wake up routine, in the I'll wake up. Mm. I'll chill out in bed for it because the gym doesn't open until nine, mm. and usually I'll do work, I'll work in the afternoon evenings. So what time do you get up then? So I'll get up. I'll wake up. I, I count myself. I wake up about seven. Mm. Then I'll go through the the articles, the the the, uh, the news articles that's happening in in Thailand and in, uh, in back home in Britain and what have you. And I'll I'll go. For, I'll brush my teeth. Good place yeah. to start. I'll do my hair because <laughs> because when I'm at the gym, I don't let my hair flopping in front of my face. <laughs> so I put put some put some uh, clay mare. Then I go out for go out to the gym. Then I get pumped up, and sometimes I'll meet Con there. I made him do his legs last week. He's got proper into it. By the way, very, very disappointed by the results from that. My legs were fine. My butt hurt. Yeah, it does. It kills, doesn't it? Yeah, my legs were actually you sit, fine. Oh, your legs are fine. What I mean when your legs oh, hurt, mean you. your ass hurts. <laughs> oh, right, like, his legs are, right, Con's legs are very similar to mine. So I reckon I'm doing I'm doing 160k squats now. So I reckon if if Con properly builds himself up over the next couple of months, he could be at the same in the same zone. He's, he's he doesn't really get it. He doesn't really think he can. But I think he can. No, he's I, got I, there. I've got. Anything. I've. I'm behind him all the way. Cheers, all mate. Way. So if I don't meet Connor. I've got my mate Bernard, good old Bernie, uh, good old Longy, uh, the uh, one of my gym buddies, and he's. I told him about the podcast mm. <laughs> yesterday. I said, I said, Bernard, Bernard, we've got a podcast. What, Get so involved. Does Bernard come into the gym as well? Yeah, in the mornings. He's, yeah, yeah, he comes in. Oh, yeah. uh, he come. He, he's usually there in the morning. He's got white hair. He's a silver fox. Right. Okay. And he, he used to coach. The reason I got in touch, I started talking to him. Is he came into the gym a while ago, and he was wearing a. He was wearing a, a singlet and it had longies on the back. Longies, and it was, well, it said, it said Wigan. And I thought, Wigan in England? So I thought, I thought I'd go up to him and I approached him like a northerner does. Because if he's from Wigan, he'll know. I said, Hey, up, are you from, uh, are you from Wigan? He goes, I know I am. So anyway, we get talking. Turns out that he used to coach the Wigan, um, he used to coach Widness, sorry. And his son was. And what is that? 
Rugby League. There he's coached Rugby League team yeah. witness, <laughs> witness Warriors, I think they call. And then they it are, turns well. out that his son was the was was Sean Long. He's Sean Long. Oh, okay. So Sean Long's the was the best uh, rugby league player in England. So we get talking to each other, and this, this and we've been developing a friendship over the last few months. But I've found out that he's very anti technology. He's got a proper old school form, which you know, hands off, ha, ha, a hand, uh, you know, must hats off to him. I wish I did. Mm. You know, similar to a Nokia thirty three ten, that sort of phone, where he's just we ain't got the text internet, phone just text and phone, yeah. for, brilliant. And I said, oh, I went in last week and said, oh, Bernard. Get on Spotify. He goes, what's Spotify? I said, you know, Spotify, the thing for music, come on, have you? So, oh, bollocks to it. Bollocks to that crap. You know, radio. He can download the podcast. Yeah. Computers, no chance. Don't do any of that crap. I just go on to, uh, on to radio. And uh, that was, I'd be deflated by that. I'm like, Bernard, you'd love it. He goes, no, 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 no. So... He's, he's a supporter. He's all behind everything, but he's uh, he's not he's not having it. He's yeah. not having it. I'm like Bernard, get involved. If if he if he was the sort of person that'd love it, I'd get him on the show straight off because I think it'd be a good bit of banter. But he's not keen on the sort of stuff. So no, or maybe he'll come on the show. He just won't listen to it after. Maybe I'll <laughs> preach to him. I'll ask him. He's a good lad. You know, he's got a lot of a lot of interesting stories. Mm. Good banter. Good. Very northern. I, I was thinking a lot of, um, with the future of the show what we're doing now when it comes to like interviewing people like we said bringing him into the show oh yeah because sort of uh, you can't see this but the setup for our podcast is very um, you can move it around quite easily so I just put it in a backpack yeah it's just a speaker and a, and, uh, a speaker and, and kit a speaker and kit microphone a microphone sorry. microphone and kit yeah sorry we, uh, it's a microphone and kit isn't it that's it oh kit is the laptop for those of you who aren't you know into the law what's been going on here not in not in a loop get her in it go listen to the first episode and then just 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 cycle from there if you know you know you don't you don't exactly yeah so yeah that so i was thinking we could just put this in a backpack and if we want to go somewhere and meet some interesting people you go for a we'll go for a ride yeah rather than them come to us we'll go to them Sometimes, maybe we'll see. I'm still, I'm still on the on the fence about it. No, why? Oh, I don't know. I think of background noise and that sort of crap. And but I do think we can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm getting better at getting rid of this background noise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. really? Yeah, for sure. So we can put, we can put, we got aircon on now, we. There's no yeah, noise from the aircon. Exactly. When we first started doing the episode, we had no aircon. We had no aircon. We were just sitting in the hot. And why was that con? <laughs> because I didn't know how to get rid of the audio. <laughs> so we had loads of background. We had so we were just talking. We were going. Well, the good news is we ain't got any bees in the in the recording anymore because the because Con can sort out the proper recording. Exactly. And, and if you if you've been keeping up to date with the episodes, I'm sure you've noticed the audio quality in every episode. Obviously, because they're they're experts and they give a shit about that sort of stuff. <laughs> you can you can you can hear the difference. And you, even you said in the first episode the cut out everything that was really annoying, you know. So you yeah, do I, hear the yeah uh, yeah because it was it out because mm. the the, the the microphone picked up on certain decibels. That's right, that's right. Whereas now it picks up on every decibel. That's where it. it cuts out the miscellaneous stuff. So I've been learning a lot about the editing and everything like that, and I'm I'm feeling more optimistic about the. By the way, right the now podcast. we are basic bitches when it comes to recording. Yeah, I. <laughs> the, 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 but we're getting better. So the first time we ever recorded was last week. So this is it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, rugby. Yeah, last that's week cool. was the very first time we both had experience recording and since then we've been nailing through four or more episodes yeah <laughs> well we've done four episodes just this week well, we alone. need to why yeah. is that sorry because I'm going to Bali you're in Bali now aren't you I'm in Bali now that's correct the reason why is because Con's gone to Bali and you've gone right sod, sod the podcast for four, four weeks and I'm going to go to Bali we can't do that it's all about 
Good, actually, Connor, I've got a question to ask. When when we come back, mm. right, because the rugby's going to be starting, isn't it? Yes, it is. So I wonder if you'd like to do some sort of weekly chat about the about the rugby and what's going on. So, like a pundit, ah, like, TV, like, like, like a rugby, rugby pundit, so we can talk about the rugby, we can debrief about the players, about what's gone on, how it's happened, uh, for the for the rugby community out there yeah. as well. I think it'd be pretty good. I think it would. I know I'm down for it. See, the thing is, like, um, I'm also going to be running my travel culture yeah, podcast as well. And this one... And the rugby one, I'm down for it. Would Basically, what I'm saying is, yeah. I thought you were going to say, uh, I've got too much on my plate. We're just going, no, he's, no, no, I want no, no. more in my plate. <laughs> I'm a greedy exactly bastard, I want more. <laughs> because the way I see it, if you're always busy and you're always working, you don't have time to for your mind to think about other things. It's you don't good, become idle. Yeah, it's a good distraction yeah. because, because human beings, we're we're working creatures if we don't work born to do stuff aren't we yeah that's born exactly to, born it. to be free you know and it, it's not necessarily about making how much money you make from doing what you're doing but as long as you're doing something yeah. whether that's a hobby or a small job you're keeping yourself occupied and you have fun with it that's yeah. the main thing by the way if anyone out there I want to get in a band I'm bored of this I've been playing the drums for a long time I want to play the drums I love it it's possibly alright the greatest feeling in my life is playing live I don't know about you, Con. What's the greatest feeling in your life? The, the thing that gives you the most purpose, the most feeling for a purpose, and the most feeling for of of wholeness, of feeling complete. What makes you feel good? Running down an empty beach at night time, completely naked, then jumping in the sea. I guess you've done that a few times. That's cool. Whenever I get the chance. At night time. Yeah. Oh, go, no, 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 listen I'll to go. Me. I'll one up you from that. Yeah. <laughs> in Australia, I was going on just going to these beaches. Mm. Go to go on beaches naked. For, uh, don't sorry. get me wrong. I've been to loads of new oh, yeah? beaches. Yeah, like, oh, cool. but there's something about at night time. There's like a different feeling in the air. It's a bit cooler, and the beach is usually completely empty. And you just feel like the only person on that beach, and there's some serenity in that. Yeah, right. it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know. It's peaceful. Peaceful. Oh, another one I really like as well. Actually, lying on my surfboard in the ocean. Oh yeah. Not not necessarily surfing, but just sort of lying on my back and just listening to the waves around okay. me. That's a very peaceful. What right. about you? What's what's your apart from drumming and being in band? Right, all right. So, so my one of my my favorite my favorite all time feelings mm. is playing live. Mm-hmm. I love playing live. It is one of the best feeling. I, I love playing live with my own music, with the music that I've developed with the band members, because that gives you a really real sense of a, a real. F- l- sense of being alive I guess I don't know it's, it's wonderful it's, I can't explain it so alright sex is fantastic if you do it right if you know what you're doing you, and you explore I like adventurous people people like to explore and do this and the other people like to explore themselves and like to see what can become enjoyable but with with drumming it's just completely immersive and that's the best feeling when you feel completely immersed in something and you're there on stage and you're playing you're completely in the zone there's nothing else to put it. You're completely in the zone. And you've got the music playing and everyone's playing off one another and everyone, you feel like you connect to like it. It's like an, playing in a band is like being, being an organism, a living organism. Did you ever watch Whiplash? Because I feel like that yeah. captures what you're it's describing good, it's very good film well. It's Whiplash. Yeah. And that, that's mental. But Whiplash is very good. Proper good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. But from what you just described there, it sounds like that film really captures that. Essence, essence of being in yeah. the zone really well. Oh, I'm properly in the zone. <laughs> I mean, what what are what are the feelings makes me feel like that? Okay, I love. All right then, mm. I love talking. Yeah, yeah, I love talking. And here we are. That's and why then, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. One of the best feelings in the world is when you can talk and have that connection with someone. Yeah, and you can just spin off them, you know. And when you can, that, okay, and I, I I enjoy smoking a bit of weed. Mm. 
but I enjoy doing it with people. On my own, I'm not bothered. But I enjoy doing it with people that are immersive, mm. that like to talk, because then you start to talk about some proper crazy stories and you just make stuff up. And on the, ca- on the occasion, you know, it's, it's fun to just change it up. Yeah. And, to, and you know, you might, you might create a play. The, the amount of times when I, was, when I was in Oz and being here and, you, and you're with the right people and all of a sudden you, you just change your character and all of a sudden you, you play a scene that you just come up with it off the, off, the, off, the, off the top of your head. And people are like, what? And then you involve them and get them involved. And then they're, and then you can see how their minds work and you can see how they tick. Yeah. And you can see how they go with it and if they go with the flow or not. And I, I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. Sounds like Stefan. Stefan, yeah. Sounds like Stefan. Where is Stefan? Hey! Bonjour, Stefan. I'm Stefan. Hey, Tom, how are you? Oh, Stefan, I'm, I'm real good. I'm proper buzzing. How are you? Oh, yes, I'm very good. If you... Uh, we should we should smoke sometimes. Hey, hey, Stefan, I'll tell you what. If you materialise into a real person, I'll have a go with you. <laughs> okay. Okay, au revoir. <laughs> I see you, Stefan. <laughs> I wish you could see what I just watched unfold in front of me. Like, not only did he do the voices, but he also turned from side to side as if he were having conversation with the physical entity of what is you can't help yourself can you no you no, can't get involved when you are one of programs on, on TV yeah. and you get the people turning the heads to, to, to who they are mm. to, to change the characters so they, ch- they turn as if they're talking to each other you can't help it because you're, yeah. you're, you're visualising it in your mind as well yeah, and if you stand true. still if you're static you don't really get into the into the character. So you can't really just sit here. I am Herman. Hello, Herman. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not. No, for sure. But then I'm. Uh... Don't. This is the only one you couldn't do. Why did you go back to the only one you couldn't do? <laughs> I'm pr- I'm Prince Charles. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. He's uh, a dying. All right, seal. Prince Charles. You're right over there. I'm uh, I'm a very. Very good, thank you. I'm. I'm just having a drink of water. Oh, Prince Charles, pack it in and Prince get back Charles. in the palace. Still <laughs> <laughs> in the Queen's. Is that? Is that, that Camilla? Is that Camilla Packerball? That was the Queen. That was a Queen. That was the Queen. I thought that was a very good impersonation of the Queen. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take a bow. Take a bow. Roses are being thrown at him left, right, centre. That's. Uh, I don't understand why I never got sure. into theatre. Wait, speaking of theatre, did you ever do drama in school? See, this is an interesting... I'd love to do theatre. Yeah. There's nothing in Thailand. I would love... I was in talks, in fact, with a teacher up in Prowl. And I'd love... I was saying, look, we can do theatre, we can do drama here. So I went up and I taught a bit of English there and got them to enunciate and do all the... Elocution. As well as me speaking like this and I taught proper Yorkshire, I I can also speak uh, like this. And I can enunciate. And I can speak with a slower... A slower... What's the word? I don't know, mate. It's your word. I can, <laughs> I can speak slower. Okay. And enunciate yeah. and help people to understand what I'm saying. Mm. So I taught the children how to speak like this. Mm. In Thai, it's, it's interesting, Thai language, because with the Thai language, it, they got a lot of... Uh, 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 uh. Uh. So when, you, when, you, when, you've got lang- when you've got people that understand how to talk with those noises, it's easy to teach them in Yorkshire. I love the connection you've made there. Oh, I mean, I taught 120 kids how to speak a Yorkshire conversation. And I said, hey up, because they have uh, so hey up was easy for them. Yari, because you don't finish the word. The, the problem with a lot, a lot of Thai faces is when they, speak a, uh, when they speak a word, they don't end with the last letter. Mm. The last letter's always missed. With Yorkshire, 
you do the same. You miss the last letter. So if I, I taught them how to say the Yorkshire words, because and it was such an easy crossover, because the Thai, the way Thai speak, uh, put their might and they speak with a with a up uh, uh, with a very very hard stop yeah. at the end of the words. So because they don't enunciate the last letters in their words, so to, to come to, to cross off was seamless. Well, there you go. If you are listening to this and you're considering learning more about the English language, have you considered learning Yorkshire? <laughs> <laughs> Belting is Yorkshire. But uh, anyway, what I was saying is the drama. I said, yeah. "Let's do theatre," and she said, "Oh, I don't know." I said, "Come on, let's do it." So I took the English class downstairs into this big. So if you know Le Corbusier, in the 1960s, he well, he designed a lot of buildings that were on stilts. And, in, and then later soon after we realised that this caused a lot of problems caused a lot of gang culture because all these houses above and you had gangs up underneath sheltering from the rain and what have you <laughs> so, it, to the rain. so it created a lot of problems but the school, this school is designed on the similar premise of Le Corbusier but the town's a bit different there's not so much gang culture really there is but it's not half as bad as, as, as Europe mm. it's not half as bad you feel very safe here oh 110% yeah. no, you, I, don't, you don't feel like you can get stabbed I, I have never felt at risk at any point here in Thailand from yeah. another human being. So we take so this school is on stilts. Mm. There's four levels above. And underneath the reason I say we're going underneath is because it's a big open space, shaded, so you're not in this direct heat from the sun. And it's it's, it's a nice area. It's, it's all flat, no steps, whatever. It's, it's a nice area to be. So I took everyone down there, and I like when we were at school doing drama. I split them into four groups. First, so first I got them doing actions. So I got them acting like monkeys. Acting like elephants, you know, and doing all these stupid things, all these crazy things that they thought they were, because they're not very open here. They're not very liberal. They're not liberated. I mean, it's happening now. But this is this is in a community that's not in the city as well. So you feel, so Bangkok's very liberated. Chiang Mai is becoming that way. And then all the suburbs outside are very, very conservative still and very in themselves. So you just try and get them out of that, the shell. So you're getting, some kids are getting into it. Some kids are properly flourishing. Other kids are a bit, bit meek in it. Mm. And then afterwards, I think, right, split up into four groups and I got them all to make a little place. And it was awesome. Because at the end of the at the end of the half hour, I said, right, it's time to display, time to present your show. And each each group showed the creativity and they showed, like some, at the time, it's when the, the Thai kids have been in the in the cave. So one one group did the, the kids coming out of the cave and one group did a family watching TV and one group did a family going on holiday and they did, they did all, and one group did a did it as if they were teaching a class. And all right, okay, these are very small plays, but it's a scene. It's a scene that they've created and they've evolved and it was all pretty funny. The Thai kids were laughing, they were loving them, loving themselves, loving it. They were loving life. And that's one thing that I would love to bring to Thailand is proper creativity with theatre. I'm surprised there isn't a create a not creative a drama community there here already. There isn't. There's a in, in Chiang Mai. There's, there's a, there was a drama class that uh, my partner's kids went to, mm. and I watched it for three hours, and it was so tedious. They just didn't have any fun. They didn't. They don't know. They don't understand it because theatre isn't really entrenched in Thai culture. In Europe, okay, we've been doing it for thousands of years. The, the Greeks did it. And then the Romans carried it on. Then the Italians and the French brought it a new level. Then then Shakespeare came along, and you know, and then you just evolve and develops. And the idea of a pantomime is is entrenched in British society, and this idea of playing the fool and acting up. But in Thailand, that's not because it's all about saving face. And they have these Thai dancers, but there's nothing more than that. 
So if we were to create, if anyone listening wants, if this lives in Chiang Mai, I would I would get involved with you and in, in, in touch and or you get in touch with me even to get in touch with Raging Buffalo on Facebook. <laughs> and if you want to create something to do with theatre, I'd love to do a pantomime here, and I'd love to do Thai pantomime. So it brings the culture into it, it brings the community into it. So we imagine if we put on a pantomime, the Thai kids were involved and they were writing their own Thai script. And we did it like a pantomime where we were just shooting the shit and having a right laugh. But it was in for Thai people to be able to connect with. So not only are we bringing the Westerners in, because it'd be something new for the Westerners to see, to see Thai people properly doing a play, and we could do it at Tapir Gate. And, we could, <laughs> yeah, and it could be spot, yeah. really immersive. And you get people to understand that you go, he's behind you and boost. And hey, you know, get the crowd in uh, the crowd interaction, and all of a sudden you've created a new dynamic for Chiang Mai. And not only is it the place where people go to chill out, not only is it going to become the place for rugby, but also you've created this creative dimension. We've created something that's brand new, something that can that people that kids can get involved with that aren't sporty but want to aspire to be something else. They watch the Thai TV. I've seen the Thai films, and the the acting is poor. That's best. dramatic, though, isn't it? He's dramatically poor. <laughs> there's no, there's no delicacy about it. But if we were to create something from kids and build it, wow, it could be magnificent. It could be beautiful, and we could really take Thai acting to a whole new level, and the idea of creativity to a whole new level. It could be wonderful. What do you think? You heard it here first. Wow. No, to be honest, you can't see what I'm seeing right now, but the amount of passion that this man put into what he was just discussing with us now, that was something special. <laughs> Good for you, bro. Like, personally, when it comes to drama and everything, I had no idea that there wasn't already some sort of well, there drama is, community. It's, it's this very, is something completely new to it's me. Like, it's like the, at the schools as well, at the international mm. schools. Theatre isn't big. They have these really crappy productions they put on. I mean, do they have drama in school here? Not really. No? It's basic. I mean, so... They don't really care because it's not seen, in, even in Europe, it's not seen as a proper course. Mm. And it's only when people become actors and, and leave education and get a job in it do it, are people seen as, oh, well, you know, they're lucky. It's not luck, it's hard work. And it starts from when you're a kid. And if you don't get into it, and if people aren't really showing it, then people never get into it and it never evolves, it never develops. And that's why it's important to get involved at grassroots and to de- get these kids going, get these kids motivated. I mean, we uh, my partner's got two kids, uh, uh, well, three kids. One's 14, one's seven, and one's five. And the 14-year-old, uh, we got him into ice hockey. And he didn't know what to do, but now he's now he's in the sport, and he, he's, he's awesome. He's skating ice all hockey, over the place. Where does he play ice hockey? Uh, oh, Central Festival. One, yeah, I've seen that. But he's been down to, Thai, to, to Bangkok, mm. and he's been in the recruitment process for the Thai team, and he, he's going to be a big lad. He's almost as big as me. I'm six foot. Wow. So he's almost as big as me. He's 14. And he's strong, and he's he thinks he's he's he's, he's bright, and you can when he's on the ice, he's he just moves so easily through the ice, cuts it so so well, and he and he's going to go on to do some great things if he con- if he continues. But you need to make sure that the platform to be able to develop with, and with the support from you behind him as well, because I think that's another mm. important thing when it comes to progression is the support from loved yeah. ones and friends. We need people to be able to, but then. All right, when I was playing rugby, I got a bit, I got support from my from my from my dad, from from it's from your from your friends as well because mm. they play with you and they go, you know, you go, you do this well, da da. So you get that sort of support, you know, that uh, social support, I guess. But it's, if you if you haven't got a plot, plot blah, 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 yeah. if you haven't got a platform, 
how do you develop your skills? How do you even know you've got a skill if you don't have that platform to develop with? So you need to give them something. And, and everybody, all the teachers always go, oh, no, they won't want to do it because nobody wants to do it. Da, da, da. Well, with that attitude, they're not going to want to do it. If you, like with the rugby, uh, if you go and listen to the podcast, you'll hear all the uh, stresses and strains, all the trials and tribulations had with that. And if, if people, if you don't convince people to get on board with it, if the adults don't get on board with it, the kids won't. Because they need someone to look up to or to aspire to be. I said, ah, oh, like, you know, it's very much a community. Like I saw um, the motocross recently. Yeah. I went down there to watch my friend's son play. And then afterwards, the community comes together. They have a couple of drinks together. They yeah. talk, you know, the mums are there, the kids are there, the dads are there. And it's not just going out to a big field and driving around and going up a couple of jumps. It's, it's speaking to your mates, having fun and... Properly getting somewhere. involved. Yeah, getting involved. It's, it's, it's a proper immersive situation. Mm. I mean, this, this is what I'm saying. I mean, the, the best experiences I've had come from being immersed in it. When you're just solo, when you do it on your own and you don't really know what's going on, it's... People always say, we're travelling. Oh, it's, you know, you need to be able to do it alone. Well, you know what? I completely disagree. I've, I've done things alone and I do not think it's half as enjoyable as when you do it, when you share the experience with someone. I think you need to do both. I think you need to do one trip alone. One, just one <clears> trip, <throat> just to know. And then after that, it's fine. All, all my trips, all right then. All my trips mm. moving around have been alone. I've never travelled with someone yes. alone. Never. But that's all your trips, so like, yeah. Mm. My whole, my whole, my last six years has been me doing stuff on my own. But when you do an activity, I think doing it alone, you're lessening the experience because, all right then, you can have experiences with people that are numpties, and you think it's a crap experience because then people ruining it. But as long, if you find, but but then if you don't do it with someone. You could never find how really intense the experience could be mm. and how memorable it can be. It's like when I went down the East Coast, when I went to uh, Fraser Island. So when I went to Ellie Beach, I met a few ladies. And then on the way down the East Coast, I, just, I didn't stay in hostels. I just stayed in with the girls I'd met. And it's a completely different experience to what most people have because people are scared of doing things like people usually go into hostels and they, they stick to themselves. But I think that by doing that, you also don't find the other experiences that you can enjoy. Mm. If I if I didn't go and play, if I didn't find out Chiang Mai Tigers, right, and I didn't play that rugby, then this line of rugby and the whole league would never have happened. It wouldn't have happened at all. If I didn't bump into Connor, and if, if Connor didn't, Connor was, you you uh, introduced yourself to me, didn't you? Yeah. And I've seen him a couple of times and I think, oh, shall I say hello? When, when shall, shall I say hello now? Shall I wait? Because when you're in the gym, it's a bit different. Yeah. You always, you, you're not, you, you need to leave it four or five times before you say hello. And it's, it must be the second time when I saw you. This is uh, this is the reason why I spoke to you. I'll tell you the exact thought process I had, because I remember it so clearly. I saw you in there. I was like, oh, a foreigner, a bit younger. Don't see that very often like, here. Mm, sexy. And I was like... Oh, <laughs> 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 well, look at how much weight you can lift. When, when I go to the gym, I like to put my headphones in and really get in the zone. And, you know, I'm there to yeah. get a job done, so to speak. But I come from... Um, I was climbing for a year. And in a climbing gym, it's a completely different environment. New people coming, you speak to them, you help each other solve these mm. puzzles and this, that and the other. And my thought process was this. So I saw him in there and I'm like... He's struggling with the weight, so I need to go and help him. I'll be honest with you. My, <laughs> my initial thought process, I saw him and I was like, ah, oh, should I say hi? No, I, I want to work out. And then I, I did a couple of um, I did a couple of lifts or whatever. And I was like, do you know what? If this, if this was the climbing gym, I would have said hi and I would have built a friendship off of that. What's the difference between speaking to someone in my climbing gym and speaking to someone mm. in this environment? So I thought, do you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Turn around. Hey, my name's Connor. Yeah. And that was it from there. Yeah. 
and that was it and then, and then like, I said oh da, 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 and he goes oh yeah let's go do a podcast yeah and then, <laughs> and then I joined a rugby team and we started a podcast <laughs> yeah and then uh, and here we are today sitting yeah, down that's it a week later out, you wouldn't think this happened in a week would you a week uh, a, a week and a half maybe a week and a half fast yeah Ooh, we move quick are we moving too quick I think we're going to buy a house to get married the whole thing is about about experiences about interaction is that if you don't you never know and then you, they meet people and, they, and you hear experiences with, you hear people when they're old and they go oh, you know this is rubbish and that's rubbish never did that da, 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 da. Mm. well more often than not it's because they don't try and talk to people and because of one bad experience they rule out everything else and I've had multiple bad experiences but if you take everyone for the same if you paint everyone with the same brush then you're never going to have any any good experiences ever if I took if I took the first ever person that was rude to me and I said right well I'm not going to talk bother talk to anyone ever again then more than likely I'd probably be in Britain doing yeah. a crappy job the not way, enjoying myself not knowing what's out there the way I like to see I often compare it to that of a of a dog or a puppy or even like a child mm. sort of see the see the world with big open eyes mm. see like a big playground like you want to yeah. go in there you want to speak to everybody you want to do everything yeah. but you have a lot of people who um, I, who just don't do these things a lot of people would rather go home and turn the TV on yeah. and put their feet up and not talk not engage not really interact yeah. with the world that they've been born into I mean, and, one, and this is the thing as well. People they cut themselves off from society because they think, "Oh, these people are bad, and da, 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 and this is not good in the world." Well, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a letter. I've got, I've got news for you, son. <laughs> that uh, there was a, this one that wrote a letter, mm. right? And it said, "Oh, people today they don't respect their elders, and this, that, and the other, and things are changing. It's not good." And da, da, da. that letter was wrote in the eighteen hundreds, mm. and it's just as relevant today, and just as relevant five hundred no, years 100%. ago. Things are because Let's when you that. you grow up when you're in a certain in a certain time frame. Yeah. So we grew up when Mo, when Connor's a little bit younger than me. So that five years makes a big difference because of phones. Yeah, I grew up when yeah. when I was still using a. A phone from a home phone, whereas Connor may have had a mobile phone from being twelve. You may have done, did you? Mm, I don't know. I had a phone from fourteen, right? And even then, there was no internet on it. You couldn't take pictures on it. But it was still green and black screen. Back when Snake, snake was all crazy. Snake, yeah. snake is all the rage. It but still is. I feel sorry for all the younger like kids who would never quite understand what it was like to have a phone that but, had Snake on it. But this is the thing. We, we're saying this now. We're just as bad as the people that were from the, are older than us that go, well, you don't know what it was like when I used to... Like my dad. <laughs> you don't know what it was... All right, then. Anyone know Monty Python out there? You need to check out the Four Yorkshiremen sketch. The Four Yorkshiremen sketch. I can recite it for you. So, <laughs> seriously, I, can recite, I used to be able to recite it word for word. He goes, oh, right there, Ubariah. Who'd have thought 30 years ago we'd be drinking here, drinking Chateau de Chatel. You're right there. You know, we'd, back then we'd been lucky to drink a, a cup of tea, a cold cup of tea, in a cracked cup. Aye, but, you know, it was good in those days, even though we were poor, because we were poor. Or I'd been lucky to drink tea out of a, of a, out of a rag. Oh, well, you know, when we were, back in the day, though, you know, we were, we were, we were lucky to be where we were. We're lucky to do what we're doing. Who would have thought, you know? We used to live in a tumble-down house. All ten of us huddled in one corner, fear of falling down the hole. House luxury. We used to live in a... We used to live in the middle of the road. And we used to have to lick the tar... We used to lick the road clean every morning. 
And you know, he's, he's getting, you know, there's all this sort of stuff, and I've, I've lost it. I ain't watched it for a while, but it's a very good sketch. Get <laughs> onto it. I think what, 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 the, well, the st- sorry, Con. The, mm. the, what I'm getting at is there's always people going, well, when, when I were a kid. Well, and I do that with the kids, with, with the kids I look after. But the problem is that we're being we're, we're being very narrow sighted by saying that, just as the people older said being narrow sighted, because we had problems and they had problems, and then people younger than us have problems. And it's always it's always evolving. Like now, people have cyberbullying. Mm. Cyberbullying is well. I'm always like, well, if you don't like what you read, don't read it. Do you remember this thing? I, I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was where I think it was, it was something FM, and people could like ask you anonymous questions and say mean things to you anonymous, anonymous, anonymously, anonymously. Yeah. Like, no, 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 I can't remember what it was, but there was a big rage about that. Like people saying all this, like, oh, you need to go kill yourself, this, that, and the other. Oh, yeah. So all these like poor school kids or not, they went. They, they had money, they weren't poor, but they were unfortunate that they had to go through that. Mm. And that, could you imagine that, like, 30 years ago, passing notes, like, you know, running past someone in a corridor, passing them a note, or maybe putting it in their locker or something? I never did that. Well, I think it's a thing that arseholes I feel like we brought a proper down on the show now. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm well, going to cut that last bit out, but we do need to wrap this up. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. What I was saying is, though, if you mm. don't talk to people, you know, like, everyone's got aspirations, mm. right? Like, Con's got aspirations, as have I. And if if you talk if you limit yourself to the people you talk to, you can never know who can help you. So if people say they did things without being helped, it's a load of rubbish. Everyone's always been helped since the dawn of time. You're always influenced by yeah. the people you associate yourself with. So if you immerse yourself mm. with everyone, then you can really get the best yeah. out of things. The best out of the best, that, the best out of the best situation. Point, yeah. And some people will say no, 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 no. And then sometimes you'll try, keep trying with people, and they'll and they'll keep saying no. But then they may say, oh, actually. And even, and even if they still don't, they could introduce you to other people and so on and so forth. So all of a sudden, you've had one person that's connected to five people. It's like the the, the rule of, uh, what is it now? When you connect to one, one person, you connect seven people, the law of, uh, uh, what is it? Oh, I've, I've heard that under a different context, but yeah. What is it? When you, when you the meet, rule of you know, thirds, I thought it was. It might be the rule of, with, with celebrities, with stars, they say, if we, well, if you, you actually know... So it's all about the guys on, on flatliners. So basically, like someone will tell someone else, and they'll tell someone else, and then it just sort of goes well, into a bit connected of a to everyone. Yeah. They say that well, actually, we're connected to Beyonce through the seven, seven separations, seven separations. I don't know, seven steps of separation, something like that. Right. Well, the fact of the matter is, connect. <laughs> so, what can we take away from today's podcast? Can we take something away? Have we got a takeaway segment? Yeah, it's what important to connect yourself and associate yourself with people that you aspire to be like. Yeah, and get pe- involved. Yeah, exactly. Because if people are more connected, people are more immersive. But if you're more immersive, you then start, I think, personally, if you're more immersed in society, you can have a much more happier, enjoyable experience. So basically, go outside and play. Yeah, it's like you're on ease. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> go outside and play, engage, do things you've always wanted to do. And next time you say... Oh, I don't feel like it. Push yourself, do it. Just do it. Once you're there, you'll be fine. Yeah. All right. I feel that's a good place to start. A nice positive, nice positive <laughs> point there. Hey, if you put your toe in, you might go for a swim. Hey. Isn't that right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, sound. All right. Thanks for tuning into the yeah. third episode of the podcast. Fourth. Fourth episode of the podcast. Yeah, fourth episode. <laughs> All right, then. Raging Buffalo. That's insane. I like the little bits at the end.